So what I'm going to do, uh, colleagues, and thank you all for, 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 for coming. Um, thanks for uh, coming to spend these couple of hours talk, talking about what I think are really uh, crucial issues. What I'd like to do is, is to run you through my view of what's going on in, in, the, uh, in the sector, what's going on in higher education in the country. It's my, it's my take on, 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 on what I think the, 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 the critical uh, points of development and engagement are uh, uh, at, at the moment. Um, I do this talk fairly regularly and, it's, and it grows and uh, is um, modified as is, uh, um, as is needed. And, um, uh, there, there are many elements, of course, in this overview which you might think um, uh, have been overlooked, and I'd be very happy for you, please, to tell me that. Uh, you know, as I as I do this task of looking uh, at the country and what's and what's going on. So, <clears throat> uh, I kick off this conversation by saying that we have this basic task of trying to understand what the sociology of higher education is in the country. And it's a really important uh, task uh, for, for uh, us to undertake. Because th this terrain, this, this higher education system that we, we're dealing with is an extremely complicated one. And there are many ways in which you can come to describe it. Um, uh, the way in which I'm going to describe it is essentially to focus on, on uh, 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 what's going on inside of institutions, what's going on inside of, 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 of the, uh, uh, the universities themselves. Uh, and so what I'm going to do is to try and talk to you a little bit about what academics are doing and, and, uh, and also, and this has been a new part of my interest, uh, um, uh, to try and understand what students are doing too. Uh, uh, as you'll, you'll hear this, this is uh, the more underdeveloped part of this, uh, of this uh, presentation. And something that I want to, to, to improve as I uh, do more of this. But what's the framework in which uh, um, one needs to be making a presentation such as this? Now, those of you who work in higher education will... will, will will regularly see people such as ourselves entering the discussion by invoking this uh, white paper three. Uh, this white paper three is, is uh, for all of us who work in the sector, a kind of point of, a point of de departure. Because what this white paper three does is attempt to create the framework for the post-1994 sector. Uh, it, it's this, it's this single attempt like the South African Schools Act and the South African, uh, South African Higher Education Act, which both of them which come in 1996-1997, it, it's this attempt to try and talk to this fragmented past which uh, uh, the higher education, South African, high, South African higher education uh, system inherits. And there are many important things about this, 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 this white paper three. Uh, not least of all, and it's a pretty unique thing about the system, uh, and I'm not going to talk about it, but it's important to, to, to reflect on it. This system, unlike many other systems in the world, introduces this idea of co-governance. It's not, it's not very uh, 
apparent in, in many other systems uh, elsewhere in the world, but we the one system uh, here, and it's not worked very well, and it's a subject uh, for another conversation, uh, it's, but it's not worked very well, but we try and bring students very much into our decision-making uh, processes um, as we are, 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 are trying to steer a pathway for, for ourselves. Um, the second uh, important document which, which we need to be understanding is this na national, higher plan, national Plan for Higher Education, uh, which effectively um, comes to create this merged environment in which we find ourselves. So the point to make about uh, this, this, this policy framework is that, and it's like that for a lot of South African uh, legislation, it comes with a great deal of promise. Uh, it's framed with a great deal of, uh, if you like, commitment uh, rhetorically to uh, really important uh, uh, features of, of South African uh, society and, and South, South Africa's uh, uh, relationship with its past. Uh, and in many ways, it's, it's, it's been able to uh, uh, live up to that promise. Uh, at least that's what uh, Michael Burroway uh, thinks. Now, Michael Burroway is a, is a very important uh, 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 global sociologist uh, who has an interest in South Africa, and he comes here often. Um, uh, on one of his important visits here in 2010, looking at the system, uh, and, um, and this mandate with which the system uh, has been established, uh, you said that you South Africans need to realize that uh, the one thing which you need to be making a great deal more of is your higher education system. Your higher education system, is, is, and you use these words, you said, is the jewel of Africa. Uh, and they really are, are, are uh, important things to, to uh, take away from that kind of, of, of praise. Uh, uh, but we also have our detractors. Um, in 2008, uh, Helena Sheehan, uh, uh, an Irish academic, came here, um, and she undertook a tour of the uh, of the sector. And she went around and visited uh, m many of the campuses. Um, and she 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 uh, wrote a really important piece. And in this piece, she says. Uh, that she couldn't avoid, and I'd like to quote this, a sense of massive disappointment and defeat after having gone through the campuses and meeting people and talking to people uh, and, and hearing uh, what, what they were doing. So here you've got Michael Burroway on the one hand uh, saying that this system is the jewel, uh, jewel of Africa. Helena Sheehan comes here and she says... Uh, what have you people done? Uh, what's happened to this whole post-1994 atmosphere that you had, uh, that you were going to reconceptualize what you were doing and present to the world uh, a system here which is going to be um, making a contribution on the world scale? Um, and, and so um, the point to make in juxtaposing these two people is, is, is that I think that we're in the midst of 
still, and I would like to say this, a transition. And this transition, I think, can take us in a whole number of, 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 of different directions. And you can read it in the way Burroway reads it, uh, but you can also be clearly seeing uh, how the system uh, has struggled um, on, 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 on many fronts. But I'd like to say to you that I think that the potential still is there. And I'd like to make the argument to you that I think that uh, in, in many kinds of ways, uh, this system is a system which the world should be paying attention to. Uh, it should be paying attention to because uh, we have elements within it uh, which uh, in a whole range of disciplines, from the natural sciences to the social sciences, which have the capacity and the potential to speak to global global problems in ways that I think that we personally underestimate. I think we underestimate the capacity of the contribution that we can make to, uh, to the global discussion. So I want to say to you that there's a distinct sense in, in those terms that, that, that we've, we've got unfinished business uh, in terms of, of, of what it is uh, 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 that, that lies ahead of us. Uh, and we've got to be conscious of, 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 of the fact that we've got un, unfinished business because it's, it's, it's important to recognize uh, how the sense that Helena Sheehan talks about can become the dominant thing about what the system is, 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 is all about. The system can be pulled in directions which actually cause, cause it to, to, to uh, implode. Um, and we can see that simply in terms of <coughs> the, uh, the, 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 the to, to, topography, if you like, of what the system is, is, is all about. We effectively have a two-tier, you know, like Mr. Mbeki described the economy as a, a two-economy country, we effectively are a two-tier high education system. You've got a layer of universities that uh, are as good as you can find anywhere in the world uh, and unfortunately you've got a whole number of universities uh, that are no better than uh, uh, advanced colleges, uh, not even. And the gap between the top and the bottom is, is, is utterly problematic. Uh, and um, uh, the fact that we are now sitting with at least five institutions uh, that are under administration is a is is a reflection of that. Um, of course, you may have comments to make about how in institutions come to be uh, 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 under administration and the pro whole process leading to that. But it's a reality that uh, uh, a good handful of our institutions uh, have become subject to forces that are, are I, I think, uh, uh, too destructive. So, the, what's the challenge in front of us? <clears throat> um, um, I don't want to use this lens to d dominate the uh, the discussion, and um, but I I do think that we're in a in a in a state at the moment where we're having to think quite hard about what it is that we want out of this this process of transformation. I, I think we're not clear at all what transformation uh, might, might mean for us. I think we're 
essentially now uh, uh, captured by understandings of transformation which limit our capacity to engage with the potential of our institutions. Um, this potential that I spoke to you about earlier I think has been constrained by the, way, by the ways in which we've come to frame uh, what this task of transformation uh, is, 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 is all about. Um, uh, a central issue, uh, one in which I uh, clearly have had a, a role to play, a central issue in thinking about transformation are these questions, uh, these legacy questions that, that um, come out of particularly this uh, ministerial uh, committee which uh, I participated in, uh, which essentially made the argument that all of our institutions are in trouble. Uh, in, 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 in one form or another. It's what that trouble is that I think that we're needing to be a whole lot uh, clearer about. And so I'm wanting to say to you that we cannot look at all of our institutions using the same kinds of brushes. Uh, that our institutions all have very different dynamics and we're needing to understand what those dynamics uh, actually are. Uh, and this brings me then to saying that when we think about transformation, uh, there are many issues in front of us that we're needing to be to be clear about. Um, is this issue of transformation uh, a question of, about race? Is it about representativity? Is it about <coughs> racial access? Is it about racial climate? Or is it about knowledge? Uh, is it about ways of knowing? Is it about how we deal with 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 knowledge uh, and 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 uh, um, how knowledge comes to be mediated in the societies in, in which we live? Or is it about something else which I haven't even raised here? Uh, uh, and if you have views on that, I'd be very happy to, uh, to, to hear what they might be. I have a particular view on where we ought to be going, and I'd like to put that view to you. Um, <clears throat> uh, my approach to thinking about these questions here, uh, about uh, what the way forward for ourselves should be, is essentially derived from uh, uh, this extraordinary intervention that this man Cardinal Newman makes in 1854. Now this, this man Cardinal Newman uh, got into trouble with the Catholic Church uh, and was asked to leave uh, Oxford um, um, in the uh, late 1840s. Uh, um, and um, um, he, he goes away and it's the basis on which he's asked to leave is essentially a doctrinal dispute between the Anglicans and the Catholics. Uh, the Anglicans think he's too Catholic uh, in, in the way in which he, he manages himself, uh, and so he's, he's sent away. He goes to, to Rome for a little while and comes back a proper Catholic. When he comes back, he's given this job of establishing the University College of Dublin, uh, which later on becomes the University College uh, uh, of, of, of Dublin itself. In, in 1854, and he writes this extraordinary book called The Idea of the University. Uh, it really is an important book. Um, it's a book, however, which comes to be used in all kinds of ways. It's used by a right-wing society in the United States at the moment uh, called the Cardinal Newman Society, and, and they aren't particularly prog progressive. Um, but the things that this man says, which I don't think he, he himself understood the significance of, uh, um, because in this book he's asked to describe what his idea of the ideal university is. 
uh, and I've been, I, I have to say, I've been completely bowled over by uh, elements of what this man uh, talks about. And here's this famous, absolutely famous quote, uh, which I use possibly uh, to uh, exhaustion. Uh, and and he, he says when he thinks about a university, he says that a university should be a place for strangers from all quarters with all kinds of knowledge. You know, he could have been talking to me now in the 2012s. <coughs> um, <clears throat> and he goes on to say that it's a place that should be about the enlargement uh, of, of the mind. Um, and uh, the power uh, of what he's talking about, uh, as I say, I think he, he, he himself, because he lived in a very problematic time, um, the power of, of what he's talking about, I think, only comes to us now fully, uh, as we now confront a world which is now truly opening up, such as never before. Uh, we're now getting to the point in our global understanding of who we are as human beings, where we have come to understand, I think, the limits of social difference in ways which was not the case before. And, and what this man says in, in 1854 is so relevant now, because uh, he's, he's saying to us, effectively, you know, think of university as a place of strangers. I mean, can you imagine that? It's a place of strangers. It's a place where people come from all quarters, he says, with all kinds of knowledge. Uh, absolutely extraordinary. And so what I do uh, in using Newman is, 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 is generate two principles uh, out of that in thinking about uh, transformation. Two issues are absolutely consequential in using Newman in thinking about South Africa, thinking about the globe, thinking about universities. And those principles are, are the principles of social inclusion and what I call uh, epistemological hospitality. Uh, both of them come directly from, from uh, Newman. Um, uh, and they essentially uh, produce this, what is a kind of personal credo for me uh, in, in, in helping myself manage my own relationships with people around me in my own university and with colleagues uh, everywhere when issues arise of exclusion and thinking about uh, defensiveness inside of the university uh, and I've come to make the, the, the point you know building from from Newman to say that um, uh, 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 when I think about uh, the institution in which uh, I am presently and uh, the institutions with which I have a relationship I need to emphasize that they don't belong to me. Uh, I have no proprietal ownership over uh, the institution. And the institution, by the same token, doesn't belong to anybody else. Uh, it needs to be an institution which is always open to anybody from anywhere. Of course, it raises problems, it raises legal problems. Uh, when you put it in those kinds of terms. Uh, because the, the legalities of, of talking about this, particularly in a South African public university context, is, 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 is around citizenship and the way in which citizenship uh, is, is determined. And there's a problem there. There's a contradiction. 
Uh, but the point is uh, uh, that, that a university uh, building on these principles of uh, inclusion in epistemological hospitality, which I try to use, uh, an institution uh, has to present itself as, as being open to people who come from anywhere, uh, who bring with them ideas from anywhere. But there's a, 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 a caveat, however. Open as the university uh, can be, open as it may be to ideas, uh, it cannot ever be a neutral place. Uh, uh, it, it, it has to make its, its objective uh, the search for truth. Now, of course, you get into a philosophical argument here about truth uh, and, 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 and what truth may, may be. But the important thing is that uh, one is always on the search for it. Uh, and, and using that as a kind of, 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 of uh, uh, way of guiding one's uh, uh, behavior and the way in one carries oneself uh, in an institution is, is, is absolutely uh, important. Um, uh, the minute you start talking about finished truths, you're in trouble. Uh, but the approach, hopefully, uh, you know, in thinking about uh, about openness, is is that we have truths that are uh, evolving. So, uh, coming then to think about uh, how we might take this discussion forward and using these these principles uh, uh, that I um, um, uh, put forward here about social inclusion and uh, epistemological hospitality. Um, I'd like to suggest that what we're needing to do uh, in using these principles uh, is to actively be thinking all the time about how we give content to these commitments uh, that we make. Uh, how we use these principles of, 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 of inclusion uh, and uh, uh, epistemology in thinking about how you can make the university work for the public good. How you can get the university to be a place which is above self-interest, how you can get the university to be a place which is above sectional interests uh, and beyond these normal things of, of, of race, class, uh, gender and, and religion. And the challenge is essentially to be how the university comes to, to create what I call new ecologies, uh, new ecological kinds of environments in which the social and the epistemological are in this uh, interrelationship uh, essentially and I'd like to, to, to draw your attention to that second point here where this ecology essentially is vigilant always about how you prevent dominant groups from uh, becoming and using the university to reproduce themselves uh, whatever the dominant group uh, you, you know might, might be uh, how you prevent dominant groups from making their whole project, uh, uh, their own social projects, become the epistemological project of what the uh, university is all about. So, uh, in that third point, what I'm arguing is how you get a university to be open to constantly disrupting itself. To, to open, open to be constantly, in a sense, undermining uh, uh, what it regards as as being sacred and and uh, and as being uh, 
the key things which which uh, uh, come to give it, it its its character, which makes a university an extraordinary institution in our in in our uh, the environments in which we find ourselves. It makes the university the, the one institution that is ready to subvert itself all the time. And how a university comes to to be that, uh, I think, is what we constantly need to be struggling for, because no university anywhere in the world is able to to do that currently. Uh, dominant groups uh, constantly uh, are able to hold universities ho- hostage in one form uh, uh, or, or another. Uh, but the ideal is what we uh, need to be aiming at uh, all the time. And this raises then just this this, this question which which I think is a very pertinent one for us. How how do we wish to imagine the university in which uh, we are, to, are participants? I mean, how do we come to understand, you know, what the uh, the African university uh, sh- should be all about? How do we go about building uh, this 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 African university? Um, I'd like to suggest that we start by by doing a a, a quick kind of uh, assessment of of, of 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 where we are right now uh, and 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 what we've got, and I'd like to use the two principles that 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 are used earlier on the ones of inclusion and um, hospitality to as lenses for uh, understanding um, uh, what we've got in the country at the moment. And so what I'm going to do is to give you a very qu- quick run through of what our stats, the available stats we've got in the country. Which, which show you what we've got uh, 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 and, and how we're, we're doing things. Uh, another caveat here, uh, and it's a, it's a problem. We collect stats in the country, and unfortunately, only in terms of race. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not good enough. Uh, um, you know, while representativity in terms of race is, is, is clearly important, we need to be also collecting stats uh, in our HEMA systems, in a whole range of other other kinds of ways, not least of all socioeconomic status. Uh, we don't know who the young people uh, are in our universities except through understanding how many students we have on financial aid. Um, and, and that's, of course, uh, not an insignificant gloss on what our universities are, but we need to know more deeply uh, who our, in, uh, our, our students are. Now, looking at, 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 at uh, just at the racial figures, um, uh, this is this is what the profile, the racial profile of the universities uh, are uh, at at the moment. Um, s- sorry, um, these are participation rates, um, uh, and, uh, and and of course we've got we we've, we we have got a- absolute numbers, uh, but the critical issue here to be conscious of is how low these figures are here of the participation rates of of, of students who are. Uh, classified as African and students who are classified as as coloured. Uh, these are the 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 the, the absolute numbers, uh, um, and you can see these numbers uh, increasing significantly uh, uh, over the the last say 10 years. Over the last 15 years, the increases in these numbers uh, uh, have been uh, quite significant. Um, so between 2005 and and 2010. The numbers of, of, of African students jumped from uh, 446,000 uh, uh, four, to 595,000. Um, but they're not unproblematic figures. 
Um, what those figures represent uh, and there the pr proportions are, are important to, to, to talk about. They represent only 12% of all the eligible young people in that age cohort who could be at university at, at this particular point in time. If you contrast this to where uh, other education systems are, like the United States, where the participation rate is up to 60%, you can see what, what these losses uh, in the system are. Much more critical is about how well students do when they, they come to university. Only 5% of this, of this cohort, only 5% of this 12%, which I talked to you, uh, uh, described to you, actually uh, go on to, to, to graduate. Um, the academics in our system uh, are, um, uh, these numbers are, 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 are much more difficult to change than the, 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 the student numbers. Um, uh, we have uh, increased the number of, 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 of African academics uh, within the, in the system, um, but the professoriate still remains largely white and male. Um, so these are, are these, these overall uh, uh, um, academic staff uh, figures uh, for, uh, for the country. I'm not going to delay over these. Uh, you, know, you can just look at these, these key features of these, of these statistics. Um, um, uh, <clears throat> Full-time instruction and research staff amongst uh, uh, the, the, the cohort in the African a component of it is only 25%. Um, um, you know, white males, uh, sorry, whites uh, still uh, 60%, uh, which isn't much of a shift uh, from uh, where we might have been uh, just a few years ago. How have we responded to, to what we've got? Uh, I write about this a lot, and I need to say to you that there are lots of initiatives in the system uh, underway currently and in the past to change these kinds of stats uh, 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 that we've got both from our students and, and uh, uh, our members of staff. Lots of initiatives. Um, key initiatives uh, are, these, are these ones which, which uh, the minister, minister himself uh, has been uh, responsible for. This is an activist minister. Uh, the minister uh, has done a, a lot in a whole range of, of, of of, 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 of areas. Um, interesting things that he is, uh, is um, responsible for uh, is the summit on uh, indigenous languages. You would have received a visit from a ministerial committee uh, uh, very recently. Uh, two years ago, you would have been involved in looking at, at financial aid. Uh, this minister is also uh, looking at this chart of the humanities. He's done a housing review uh, um, and he's now I haven't added this year. He's, 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 he's uh, instituted this oversight committee for for, for uh, transformation. So he's an activist uh, minister. A lot of the stuff, of course, is deeply controversial. Uh, it's not without uh, uh, its 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 problems. It's a lot of criticisms uh, he is uh, susceptible to uh, and vulnerable uh, uh, to uh, in one form or another. But he's an activist minister. He's is thinking about these issues uh, of this, uh, these questions that 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 um, we have in front of us. So he's he's, he's done a lot, um, but so have other people uh, in 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 the system. Uh, we have an anti-racism network, and I should have made this a bullet itself. 
This anti-racism network is an activist network of colleagues in the system who meet regularly once a year and they're, they're deeply involved in thinking about how the system should move to change the, uh, both the, the, the profiles of, of the uh, student participation and the, and, the, and the staff participation and the kinds of activities that are underway um, uh, in the system. It's a really important uh, network of, 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 of people. Uh, the institutions themselves are responsible for a whole lot of uh, things. Every institution I know in the country, every institution has got a transformation and a strategic plan uh, to deal with uh, this context of which I spoke to you. Um, at, at HISA also we've, we've just established a, a HISA transformation task team. So there's a, a lot going on. The institutions themselves are doing really critical things. Um, and we're really fortunate in many kinds of ways uh, to have the, the leadership that we've got uh, in the country uh, at the moment. When we were, we were in, in the middle of the, the, the first 10 years of the, the new century, there was an anxiety about um, um, this cohort of new leadership that the, the system needed. Uh, very critically, I think we can say, and very importantly, a leadership stepped up uh, that has played, I think, a really important role uh, in, in taking the institutions forward. So there are, are key leaders at a whole number of, of, uh, of, of higher education institutions uh, and they've made, I think, a, a really important uh, contribution to the system itself with the initiatives that they've, they've, they've instituted. We've also got a whole lot of really key initiatives that have come into being at the institutions uh, them, themselves. I, I, I list just some of them uh, here, uh, and I may be overlooking uh, a, a whole lot, um, but there are, are, are key interventions being made in the institutions, uh, in what the institutions uh, particularly, and I, now I'm talking about particularly the, the, the area of knowledge, uh, in terms of what the, the, the institutions are, are focusing on. Um, the University of the Western Cape is a crucial institution uh, in the country uh, at, at the moment, particularly in their humanities uh, faculty. There are things going on in that humanities faculty uh, that I think that are way ahead of what many institutions are, 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 are doing um, in, in the country. Um, and uh, it's, 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 it's being stimulated by a group of very young, provo provocative scholars uh, that I think uh, have a, a really important global contribution uh, to be making. But there are things happening at, 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 at many institutions. Um, very interestingly, a focus of a lot of the interventions uh, that is taking place, uh, of the interventions that are taking place, uh, are dealing with this question of South African identity. Um, um, there are a couple of, 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 of interventions that I, I think you ought to know about uh, uh, if you don't already. Uh, one of them is, is a, a project at the University of KwaZulu-Natal uh, around uh, racial thinking and, and, and changing our identities. Another one is, uh, it used to be at UCT but it's, it's now at WITS and it's essentially about whiteness and, and how you think about what it means to be uh, uh, white in South Africa. Um, uh, an important project at, at the Nelson Mandela University 
is is about uh, citizenship and, and democracy. Witz has got uh, the apartheid archive pro project, which essentially is trying to understand this legacy of racism in the country, uh, and it's it's done really key work, which which I think has opened up questions in in all kinds of ways. And the University of the Free State itself has repositioned itself. University of the Free State has moved from being, I think, a regional university to becoming a global university in its, in its, in its own right. And it's building on the problems which, uh, which gave rise, rise to the ministerial uh, committee. Um, it understands itself uh, in strategic ways which, which uh, I think uh, uh, all of us have a, a, a great deal to, 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 to learn from. And the projects are virtually at every single university in the country that I think we, we, we need to be aware of. A key project, um, and it's important for me coming from the University of Cape Town to be acknowledging uh, the, these projects because you, you know, UCT gets all the press uh, a, a lot of the time and it you know, gets projected in, in ways as if you know, all the initiative is, is happening at UCT. And there's a lot of initiative at UCT. But it's really important to uh, recognize key things that are happening uh, at the most unexpected kinds of places. And UNISA, of all places, is a, a leading institution in terms of thinking about the disciplines uh, and, and where we ought to be going uh, with, with the, dis the, the disciplines. Catherine Adora Hoppers, known to some of you, uh, is opening up this question of knowledge and knowledge in Africa uh, in, 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 in ways that I think that are deeply, deeply provocative. Uh, there's a lot of work uh, to be done there still, uh, but she's opening up issues of science uh, in, 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 in important kinds of ways, opening up issues of jurisprudence, opening up issues of um, cultural studies, which which... I think come to locate us and help to raise this question of what it means to be a university in Africa in really important kinds of ways. What are we doing on the teaching front? I think you've been absolutely uh, uh, playing a, a leading role here. Your, your initiative here around uh, this first year experience is one that many institutions in the, in the country are, are, are paying attention to. Uh, and um, it's, 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 it's brought us face to face with this question here, and I'll go back to it, it's brought us face to face with this issue here of having a 5% participation rate in the country and how we engage with this 5% uh, participation rate. Um, um, the, 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 the key thing about it is, is opening up these questions of, of epistemological access and, and, and how we bring students uh, who traditionally are described as underprepared uh, into the into the institution, uh, and, and 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 what it is that we we're needing to do with with with, with students uh, like that. Um, uh, le let me just say here in passing that an issue here that arises. I, I think we learn a lot from the United States, in particular when it comes to these kinds of questions. A contribution that I think that we need to be making to the United States here is acknowledging here how we also. Uh, want to tell the students that we're also underprepared for them. Uh, you know, that's it's not, it's, it's not just they who are having to make the adjustments, we're, you know, having to make the adjustments too, uh, which is, you know, brings me back to this contribution that I think that we can be making on a, on a, a global scale. Important contribution that I think is, is taking place 
And it's a very controversial one here is around indigenous languages uh, and how we introduce into indigenous languages into our universities. The UK is, in, uh, is getting all of the news, but there are many institutions uh, that are, are doing uh, work uh, around languages and how languages can, can come to be uh, um, um, uh, more acknowledged and, and, and made better use of, uh, particularly in the learning process. And an important Example, a difficult example is the University of Limpopo, where Isipedi uh, has come to be a, 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 a kind of experiment which the university is struggling with, but which uh, has, I think, come to teach us quite a lot about how these marginalized languages can be brought a whole lot more uh, deliberately into thinking about, about teaching and learning. I'd like to come to, to a close here just to say to you, just make a few remarks about, about students. It's really interesting how students are involved in transformation. I think students are, are uh, uh, um, playing a role here uh, which is significantly uh, uh, less than what they ought to be doing. Students have not engaged by and large in the kinds of politics uh, that we see them engaged with in the country around these questions of transformation. The kinds of politics that students uh, effectively have made uh, the t terrain of their campaigns and so on essentially are the national politics of the country. Uh, they haven't made these questions of teaching and learning and what the university's core business is all about the focus um, of their work. And I've, I've been in a set of real critical discussions with SASCO uh, in particular um, uh, around all of this and said to them, and uh, they were really offended, I said to them, you guys uh, 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 have got your eyes on the wrong ball uh, and um, um, you, know, you need to be understanding what the key issues are uh, that you need to be helping us with because you're not helping us with these issues um, uh, uh, at, at the moment. And so the uh, the, the politicization of the campuses around issues that are, 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 are not the core business, I think, is a, is, a, is, a, is a really major, major problem. I'd like to just close off by talking to you about a, a couple of real examples which I think are, are important uh, from our own institution. In my own institution, uh, we've now got something like and the number has gone up. So we, our student population, undergrad student population, is in the order of uh, about 18,000. At least 3,000 of our students are engaged in uh, activities where they are using their disciplinary expertise and taking the exp their disciplinary expertise uh, into social contexts through their societies. Uh, and it's a really wonderful thing to see. Uh, so we've got a in, in, in one of our societies, the biggest of our societies, Shoko, uh, which is a, a, a health and welfare uh, organization, which I, many years ago, would have had nothing to do with. I'm now the chairperson of it. And these, these young people uh, are raising these really deep questions about what is our learning for? Uh, and asking these questions about how their learning is of significance uh, for building relationships with, with communities. And it's a wonderful thing to see uh, because it's creating learning amongst our students in ways that are deeply transformative. Uh, they come away from these exchanges with a deep, deep sense of what their sociology is all about, what their chemical engineering is all about, 
what their training as medical doctors is 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 all about and it's 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 in some ways the most important thing that 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 they experience you know while they they're at the university and i say to these sasco people look at that you know pay much more attention to how these questions are being engaged by students without this this polemical fluff which is largely you know what what their um, their, uh, 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 their, their rhetoric is, is, is all about. Just to draw your attention to a really interesting new student initiative that has come in, into being. It's called Inkulu uh, Free 8. If you've not heard about it yet, go and Google it. It's, it's a really crucial group of young people. They're elites, of course, uh, but they're elites having to confront uh, 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 their responsibility in, 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 our, in our society. Um, and they're asking really hard questions about 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 education and how you put education to to uh, to better use. So I close off uh, uh, by saying to you that I think we're 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 in these responses that we're making to these big questions that I raised uh, to you earlier. I think that we're making uh, big contributions to the globe, particularly to these discussions uh, of uh, identity. I think, however, that this question of knowledge, particularly this question of our relationship to this hinterland in which we find ourselves, particularly to our African context, is a, is a question that all of our universities are weak about. We're weak. We're weak in terms of, of trying to bridge this gap between these worlds which our students bring into the university of which we're almost oblivious and which we're almost disrespectful of. Our students come into the universities with understandings, with a whole kind of cosmology uh, which I think we, 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 which we switch off, uh, which, we, which, which we disregard. And so we're making big moves, I think, about understanding ourselves as human beings and getting rid of these racial... Uh, uh, encumbrances, uh, but we're not engaging with this question of what it means to be a university in Africa uh, in its fullness, particularly in trying to understand what Africa can contribute uh, to our, our knowledge project. So I think that we've got we've, we've got creative things uh, uh, underway, um, and um, um, we we are, are are making major strides. Uh, in, in some areas and teaching our colleagues around the world about you know what it means to to be uh, operating in a university but we've got problems uh, and uh, I think the key um, major step which we're, which we're having to undertake here is to acknowledge that we're in this particular place in this particular time in a mode of being uh, around which we cannot be neutral. And we cannot be neutral to the fact that we, we're here in a part of the world which is now regarded as being the most unequal uh, in, in the world and which uh, is uh, responsible uh, for uh, many of the issues which the rest of the world is, is, is going through, including climate change. And we're needing to think about much more clearly about how we bring, and I want to end on this, colleagues, how we bring the full riches of the knowledges that we have at our disposal and make those knowledges the terrain 
of work which the university ought to be all about. And it could be an absolutely wonderful thing when we get to that particular stage in, in, in our development. Uh, we're not there yet. So thanks very much. I'm very happy to, to, to engage in a conversation with you.